Hi, gemstones. Welcome to the episode of Blurg. Today we're discussing Lee Dan. Today we're discussing Tyler Perry. Today we're discussing Tracy Jordan's Aunt Fatso versus Jack Donaghy, the sixth episode of 30 Rock Season 7. Jack inspires black laughter while Tracy teaches us to respect these boobies and his newest movie, drawing ire from Jack and $50 million from Atlanta. Meanwhile, resident psychopath and rhythmic gymnast Hazel becomes Liz's assistant and an accessory to foot baby murder. Jenna channels her inner Fraser Crane, she's listening, and Sandra does a big old musical moment with his son. Let's dive in. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out. Unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. Oh, there she is, finally. Liz, where have you been? I told you like 10 times I had a doctor's appointment today. My bunions are out of control. The podiatrist said the only possible explanation is that one of my ancestors mated with a dinosaur. Well, while you were out, we had a little budget snafu. We can't build any new sets, so you're going to have to completely rewrite tomorrow's show so that everything takes place in a farmhouse. Pete, the budget is your job. Who are we to say what anything is? Okay, what did you write after Pete told you we're short? Liz, we spent a long time trying to come up with a good excuse for why we didn't write anything, but we failed. I put off this doctor's appointment for months. They had to saw me out of my sneakers. And I need quadruple bunion surgery, but I can't get it because I would have to be off my feet for three weeks. And that would require someone else around here to actually step up. I would stomp off right now, but my doctor says I need to walk like this. Oh, Charlie Chaplin. You have the mustache and everything. That's a good one. <laughs> I don't even think we need to go further. Have a great week, <laughs> hey, everybody. Funny. Funny. Should we do Fraser next? No. <laughs> I love Unless Fraser. you want me to be the Gilmore guys demi who hated every episode that he watched. Do you want to watch Black Fraser? I already told you. On BAT? New Girl. But Black Fraser? No. What do you think so of this episode from, like, overall? Um, I mean, there's a lot of Hazel, which I feel like is how you approach Jenna-heavy episodes. Um, and that was with caution. And, but honestly, of her plot points, this one made me the least annoyed. So is that growth, or am I just getting Stockholm Syndrome into accepting her? I'm not sure. This is the most I've ever seen how you and Jenna are so much alike when she's talking to herself <laughs> while not listening. And then, yeah. like, it really made me think, like, we were inside your brain. No, I see myself in her. <laughs> um, because we're one of the same, yeah. Um, where it is just like, I do think I'm just like, okay, now, like, adjust your eyebrows to prove that you're really listening and like make sure you're modulating your face so people understand that you're engaged and then they'll be like what I say and I'll be like I, what? <laughs> How do my eyebrows look? <laughs> do they look engaged? Interested? Invested even? Um, so yeah we are very similar brutal but what can you do? Overall I thought it was a good episode as we near the end of the season the, the series, series in fact um, you know you just appreciate that there's, there's still content to go I guess <laughs> We'll get to the gemstones later, but a solid, passable 30 Rock episode that didn't inspire hatred, rage, and still had so many funny moments and great references. So, I'll solid. speak up both your funerals is probably my favorite. Oh, line. my God. It was 100% the best line of this episode. As a person with bunions, there are lots of lies that I will uncover for you during this episode. The lies, the lies, the lies. The lies of Manelli lies? Sure. About what? Uh, surgery would entail? Yeah, three weeks. Try six months to a year, bitch. Are you kidding? No. 
when I went in, they were like, first of all, you need to do this before you're 50. <laughs> Too late. Second of all, you'll probably never dance again because you'll never get the flexion back in your toe. Also, oh, my God. You can suck it. Uh-huh. Third, minimum of three months with no weight. And then at six months, you can start back. Jeez. So a Holy year, shit. A year. Uh-uh. Now, if you're young, maybe not. And depending on what you have. I got the... Wah, wah, wah. So, like, we'd have to break it. Yeah. Which hurts a lot. <laughs> no Reset kidding. it with a pin on both feet. So a girl I worked with did both feet at one time, which they don't recommend. Yeah. And because you're in a wheelchair, you can't put weight on your feet. And they fucked them both up. She had to do it again. So. Holy shit. I know. And then I have two friends who've had it done on both feet. And it was no big whoop. They were so happy they did it. It's oh. a no for me, dog. Yeah. So I think I'm confused, uh, okay. which happens frequently. I, I guess I thought bunions were similar to calluses. What are bunions? So it's the growth of your foot. So you can have them on the front or the back. I can show you on my foot. Yeah. But it grows like this. But then what happens is it makes this big toe yeah. go this way. And then these other toes come underneath. So it's very painful. And you can't put weight on it. Your body's foot binding you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So if you want to know if you have bunions, if you can't tell, you put your feet together. Mm-hmm. And if your big toes touch, you don't. So this is what your feet would look like if they were normal. Mine look like this. I love that you're using your hands like people describe where they're from in Michigan. <laughs> and Wisconsin. Yeah. She's got her hand feet. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the bunion stuff is bullshit. <sighs> Fact check away, it bitch. It's horrifying just even in her version. The real world is so much harder. <laughs> so much harder. They were, you know, you get like the, the wheelie thing and everything. I was like, oh, that's a no. <laughs> He's like, well, let me know when you're done dancing. I'm like, I will. When I'm dead. <laughs> Seriously. He was the one that was You'll walking over you. never dance again. Grave. What's Probably. even the point? I'm never going to dance again. If you don't know this story, this is my mom's jam song when she used to drive, which she stopped doing 20 years ago. But she would grip the wheel, put her thumbs out, and just rock out to the song <laughs> while pursing her lips. I'm never going to dance again. She's dancing. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. Everyone in my family can do it. That's amazing. Say, Carol's Whisper, my sister would be like, It's <laughs> adorable. My mom just would put uh, these days on repeat these days <laughs> these days i seem to think a lot about all the things that i forgot to tell you <laughs> it's uh nico oh yes. yeah <laughs> sunday um, <yeah>. morning <laughs> yes. the and cotter just stays in her feels <laughs> yeah um, it's just it's a feeling so close, gloomy <laughs> Sunday. Um, no, we listen to it over and over and over after seeing K nineteen, The Widowmaker, and so now whenever I hear that song, I just think of how sad it was to have to watch Harrison Ford for that long. No, it was actually it a really good often. movie. She'll just find like a great catchy maudlin song and then it just lives on repeat in the car. <laughs> well, I introduced my mom to the Smith's The Queen Is Dead album and oh. she was like, this is so fun. I'm like, um, do you want to know what the words are? <laughs> no. There is a light that never goes out. She's like, what? <laughs> There's a light in your eyes. That's not the Smith. Uh, my ma is 30 Rock, which is the topic of this podcast. Queens uh, Rome, still Roman nose, and the hearing aid started to melt. <laughs> Who sing? Um, Who sing? Name this tune, everybody. That's criminal, that's criminal, that's criminal, that's criminal. So oh, I hear you calling. Oh, baby, please <laughs> give a little respect. Is that erasure? To me. Yes, after their lead singer killed themselves and they became erasure, yes. 
because they Joy Division, the oh. lead singer of Joy Division. So those are the guys left left behind. <laughs> Minus one. <laughs> He's been erased. <laughs> the Joy Dividers. <laughs> yes, Erasure is the best. <laughs> There's a division of Joy because someone had no longer. How does it feel? Oh no, wait, did Joy Division become New Order? I wonder. Joy Division became New Order. My apologies. <laughs> Erasure is separate gay from the same time period. They're gay? I knew it. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I fucking knew it. It's just like how I knew that, I want to stay with you forever. I knew one of those was an F word coded individual. Was that Savage Garden? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anytime I see him, then I visit me, close my eyes, and I take it to a place you regret so much. I'm going to jump in and take it to a little bit like a cherry cola. Is that one of their songs? You don't know that song? No. Emma, everybody knows that song. Maybe I'm just not singing it right because I have my jaw rule voice. It's, no, on. that's Bare Naked Lady. Take it down to the Chinese no. chicken. Uh, okay. Thank you for that, Emma. Chicka Cherry Cola. I don't even need to sing this. My pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. <laughs> what? Lana. Ooh, I want you. I know that I need you, but. Is that is it? You see your face, it just close my eyes, and I am taken to a place where crystal mine and magenta feelings. I mean, she doesn't need the backing track. <laughs> it's just like Papa Roach. I don't know. Cherry cola. I don't know. It. I don't even try to explain. I just hold on tight, and if it happens again, so slide into the arms of the future. I need you, I want you. Come stand a little bit closer. Breathe in and get a bit higher. I get to you. Ooh, I want you, I know if I need you, but mm, I'm dying. It sounds like you're familiar, yeah. I feel like that was our uh, Alyssa Edwards and Coco Montrese moment, except instead of. Uh, Paul Abdul, you were just pointing to your mouth for Savage Garden. I know all the lips. I know all the words. Look at my lips. So my neighbor, love of my life, right? Roger, young Peters, wherever he is, Columbus, I know where he is. Um, <laughs> he used to drive me to school. He was left back in kindergarten, so he was a year older, so he could drive us when we were sophomores. Yeah. He would make me walk down to his house, and um, he had a little rabbit, a little maroon rabbit, super cute. Me and this kid named Steve, who was like everyone's punching bag, very much how they te- treat Liz in this episode. Don't talk to me like I'm Liz. I thought you were talking <laughs> yeah. to me. But his tape player was broken, and we had to listen to Zeppelin II for two full years on the way to him from school <laughs> because it's all there was. So I know every beat of Ramalone. <laughs> and now the time, the time is now. I can do the drums. Anyway, but. It very much reminded me of this episode when they're like, don't talk to me like I'm Liz Lemon. <laughs> and then one time I, he, I yelled at him and he punched Steve and I yelled at him. I yelled at Roger. Yeah. Roger punched Steve and said, don't talk to me like I'm Steve. And I was like, <laughs> that's when I knew we Poor were meant Steve. to be together. <laughs> anyway, it does remind me of when we go back in time to the reunion and Liz was like, yeah, I was just a nerd. And she was like, how's your mom's pillow in Chelsea? It was the same sort of like. So this is reminding you of when I told you at my 10-year <laughs> high school reunion, everyone told me I was a super cunt. No, this reminds me of a previous 30 Rock episode. Not everything's about you. The Liz Lemon line, everything's about me. I tell very few, like, these are my personal trauma stories, but that's one of them. 
No, I remember that you related to Liz Lemon. I was not trying to be a dick. I was trying to say that when Liz is just like, I'm going to speak of both of your funerals, felt very similar to How's Your Mom's Pill Addiction, Kelsey. And apparently, no one in this room agrees with you. God's so honest truth. We're about to go into the episode that had more people of color in it than ever in the history of the world. I know. I was, when Julie was driving me, thank you so much for all that you do. Um, <laughs> Me to the podcast recording today. I was just like, yeah, there was more representation in 10 seconds than we saw in seven seasons. Did of either of the women in the elevator look familiar to you? Oh, I don't really think I acknowledge oh. them as people. <laughs> One of them is on a, a little series called Younger. <gasps> what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Where I investigated everyone. And the lead guy, the security guy. Yeah. Several episodes of this video. I believe I've sent Nick into a hole he's not going to be able to come back from. He hasn't found her yet? I don't know what he's doing. Did you go to IMDb? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's the first of the two women listed. I don't even try to explain. I just hold on tight, and if it happens again, I might lose those. Oh, I didn't keep watching until 2021. Now we know. You didn't even finish Younger? No. I got bad towards the end. You're going to have a lot of editing work to do. Let's get into this episode. Let's I'm sorry. Into- open your phone. Like, did I derail us? <laughs> yes. My bad. <laughs> so Jack enters, I wrote 20 rock, 30 rock. <laughs> and after, I, in technical class, I literally gave up when we got to the numbers and I've never regretted anything more. I'm always like, uh, two? <laughs> so he swipes his ID, his name comes up and the front desk security guard is like, what? Hold on. Your name is Jack Donaghy? That's hilarious. I beg your pardon? Where is your supervisor? <laughs> like, such a dick white person thing to do. Calm Such down. a white person. Oh, you sound just like them. Now say, don't talk to me like that. Don't uh, you know who I am? I will not say that because you just ruined it. <laughs> Jack answers the phone as, the, as he enters the elevator. He's like, Jack Donaghy. And then the two black women who are in the elevator start laughing. What, pray tell, is so funny? I'll give, I'll give you something, something to, to laugh about. about. I can't believe he said it. <laughs> Gabe, Google Jack Donaghy and black laughter. <laughs> There's a woman page sitting at the desk. Hold up. You're Jack Donaghy? Why am I suddenly an object of derision in your community? I champion diversity on NBC. I mean, we've got football. That's pretty black, right? Yeah. I'm laughing because Jack Donaghy is a bad guy from Tracy Jordan's Aunt Fatso movie. But you can't shut us down. The $25,000 rap competition is in two days. Well, unless you can come up with $25,000 in just two days, I'm turning this community center into one of my garbage dumps. Oh, damn you, Jack Donaghy. But it about. What'd you say? But it about. You didn't say it right. It's but it about. But it about. So we hear click, 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 click. Hazel's walking on the set. On the set. Oh, this is so embarrassing. I accidentally wore my tap shoes today. Well, might as well do my act. Now imagine I'm wearing underwear. Hazel, what did I tell you the last time you tried to audition for me? Oh, who's there? Please don't hurt me. The safe's in my children's <laughs> room. You're not getting on the show. Too bad, Hazel. Looks like everyone's onto your crazy now. Why don't you make like a woman driver and get lost? Because I'd rather make like the father I never had and stay. Well, don't worry about me, Jenna. I've got everyone I need on my side. Who? Kenneth, the things he knows, sorry, who, Kenneth? The things he knows about you people. For instance, someone here sucks on old baby wipes to get the alcohol out of them. Who does that? That's my thing. And one of these days, Kenneth's going to tell me something I can use, and then I'll make my move. Well, time is running out. Tick-tock, Hazel. 
the clock is ticking. Well, you know what else ticks? A time bomb. So yeah, Jenna, tick tock. And it's very standoffish. They're just like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> we didn't actually describe it, but just like, hopefully you can imagine. It's very, mm, you've mm, probably mm, watched the episode. We're backing away from each other while giving each other eyeballs. I'm doing the do 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 gun move. So then Pete's like, Liz, where have you been? I told you, like, and she's walking, soups funny. I told you like 10 times. I had a doctor's appointment today. My bunions are out of control. The proprietor said the only possible explanation is that one of my ancestors made it with a dinosaur. Well, while you're out, we had a little budget snafu. We can't build any new sets. So you're going to have to completely rewrite tomorrow's show so that everything takes place in a farmhouse. Pete, the budget is your job. Who are we to say what anything is? <laughs> okay, what did you write after Pete told you we're short? Frank's got a hat on that says letters. Oh, Liz, we spent a long time trying to come up with a good excuse for why we didn't write anything, but we failed. I put off this doctor's appointment for months. They just saw me out of my sneakers. Look at them. <laughs> and I need quadruple bunion surgery, but I, that can't be a thing. I can. You could have bunions on the front and side of your feet. Like on the front side and the back, on the side side. Mangalas toes. Here and there. Oh my God, it's like a ballet dancers. Makes sense. You would have them. <laughs> but I can't get it because I have to be off my feet for three weeks. And that would require... Lies! And that would require someone else around here to actually step up. I would stomp off right now. My doctor says I need to walk like this. Like Benny Hill. Delightful. Charlie Chaplin. You even have the mustache and everything. Liz hits Kenneth with her bag. <laughs> and Kenneth. Kenneth goons away smiling. Nice. Liz hears Aunt Fatsa, Aunt Fatsa on the TV and tries his arms with Jack is watching. I did call one of my aunts Fatso, and I feel really bad about it. I still feel bad about it. I can't go back. No. What's the matter, Jack Donaghy? Did someone accidentally swing a wrecking ball? What are you doing in here? She turns off the TV. Uh, Lemon, do you think I am a villain? I have heard you say guards seize him. <laughs> that was at a Knicks game. They needed to stop the clock. <laughs> Why are you limping? A foot illness or fell running for food? I need bunion surgery, but I can't get bunion surgery because I have to do everything around here. No, you choose to do everything around here. You need an assistant. What? No. I mean, I can always use Suri. Although the one time I did send her on an errand, she met some guy who flew to Paris, and then she started modeling, and then she ended up being the, the reason why the French soccer team did so badly in 2010 World Cup, <laughs> which is not true. It was called the Zahaya Affair. <laughs> it was a series of legal proceedings that took place in France from 2010, involving several players of the French team and Zahaya Dahar, a former prostitute, who was a minor at the time she was solicited for sex. Oof. The affair played out prominently in the French media. Facts, people! Wow. Remember Lupin? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When's that coming back? That's what I'm wondering. Lupin. Hire someone. <laughs> Hire someone. Someone dedicated to making your life easier. I don't know. You want to start a family? You have to prioritize. How can you take care of a child if you can't take care you're on feet. Tracy walks in, looks over at Liz and Jack and says, Hey Grizz, hey .com, get me a black coffee, by which I mean a sun kiss. How could you think we're Grizzin.com? Because I don't see race, you white bastards. Tracy, would you care to explain this? What, pray tell, is so funny? He's Jack Donaghy, don't you know in this neighborhood you gotta take your tires with you? I'm fat, so you're fired. You're all fired. <laughs> what is this? That's Tracy Jordan's I'm fat so goes to the hospital 
goes to jail. When did you make a movie? Fourth of July weekend. I wrote, directed, and did all the makeup myself. Oh, it's terrible. We made $50 million in Atlanta. That man is portraying me. That's Leslie Von Vondervan. <laughs> he used to be on Not Slanding. So that's where Alec Baldwin started his career. Do you guys remember Not Slanding? One of those nighttime soaps? I did not. So it was Dallas mm-hmm. and then Dynasty and then spinoffs, Not Slanding. Yeah. And Falcon Crest. Oh. Was, so Dynasty or Dallas goes to Knott's? Yes. Okay. One of the brothers or sisters, Charlene Tilton, goes to run her own farm on Knott's Landing. Mm. Who did shoot JR? It was a dream. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so we flash back to Knott's Landing. <laughs> Jack went away. He's like, my twin is dead. Unacceptable. <laughs> After all I've done for you, I brought you back from the dead and revived your career. And this is how you thank me. You will respect me and you will respect these boobies. <laughs> And Aunt Fatso smacks Jack with her giant boobies. It's not the first time that Jack motorboats, but it's the the next time will be consensual. I want every DVD of this movie removed from stores, burnt, and melted into a statue of you apologizing to me. <laughs> I will do no such thing. The only statue that movie will be turned into is an NAACP shame award. Hey, is there another one of these coming out? Because I think I saw an ad for it in Urban Butts magazine. We have an excellent word jumble. The new movie's called Tracy Jordan's Aunt Fatso's Jack Donaghy's We Had It Again. Oh, you will not release that movie. You can't order me around. Who do you think I am, Liz Lemon? I will not have you talk to me like I'm some kind of Liz Lemon. I'll speak at both your funerals. Oh, God, so good. (laughs) Typical Jack Donaghy, giving me no respect. I'm the CEO of my own company. I'm rich. Just like you. Just like me? I went to Princeton. I neglected a tiger. I'm on the board of the New York Philharmonic. <laughs> I'm a friends. I'm <laughs> I'm friends with Philharmonic, the worst rapper of all time. And I'm your boss. I own you. Think about that during your five night appearance on Watch What Happens Live. No, Andy Cohen is so catty. <laughs> and that's just the beginning. If you don't take care of this, you're fired. You're all fired. <laughs> Tell me about your day. I'm listening. Well, Ms. Maroney, this morning, I was lying. You're doing amazing. I wish you could see how sexy your listening face is. For Halloween, you should go as a slutty ear. What do you want to do now? Sing? Yeah, let's. I'll be up here. And I'll be down here. Jenna's blonde as a sunrise. Hot as the sun, bright as the shining sun. But with that being said, how do you know when you both feel the same way? I mean, sometimes I think... Jenna is listening, listening like the sun in the sky. Uh, So in the stairwell, Hazel's with Kenneth. So tell me about your day, Kevin. I mean, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this morning, Miss Lemon had one of her meltdowns. Really? About what? Because she can't balance work and personal life. But I mean, after seven years and hundreds of these episodes, it's like, let's move on. Liz needs help. She needs someone who's ambitious and talented and humble and a liar. (laughs) I think that's my favorite line. That's where Hazel comes in. Liz enters her office and puts down her stuff, grumbling. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me hang those up for you. You got better things to do, genius. Oh, okay, thanks. I also put all the new promos on your computer, and I wasn't sure how to take how you take your coffee. So mouth or enema. <laughs> What's going on here, Hazel? You need help. I know you're trying to get pregnant because I think about it all the time. 
you on top, your hair whipping around. But what if you have to... What? It's a funny line. Oh, I thought I <laughs> turned you on. But what if you do have a kid and you have to leave work because your daughter shot her choir teacher's husband? That's the kind of stuff my mom had to deal with. Wow, okay. Well, I, I'm just not sure that I'm... Ca- Did you get me a second mini fridge? No, I got you a mini freezer full of candy bars so cold they'll... Sorry. <laughs> CCK and a star, and I thought it would cock your jaw. <laughs> you bitch. Crack. It's crack. And then Hazel puts her fingers to his mouth. Shh. I didn't say any. <laughs> Look, I want to help you. You're my hero. Just give me a chance. Sisters helping sisters. Glass ceiling. Legitimate rape. Dear God. Okay, Hazel, I'm going to get my foot surgery. And if you can be my eyes and ears while I'm stuck on the couch. You got the job. Great. Now, if it's okay, you, I'm going to go wash your sweatshirt. <laughs> it was more about. <laughs> you got it. I'm stuck. I'm sure. So now we're at the gala, and Alan Gilbert, who is the New York Philharmonic director at the time, says, Good evening. The New York Philharmonic is thrilled to announce that we've received a very generous donation that will keep us fully endowed for the next decade. Oh my God, sexy. <laughs> So Alec Baldwin, in his real life, is the host of a radio program, New York Philharmonic, this week in mid-2012. The New York Philharmonic announced they'd received a million-dollar donation from Baldwin. Nice. In honor of that gift, tonight's scheduled program of Debussy and Rachmaninoff will be replaced with a selection chosen by our anonymous donor. So please enjoy a four-hour rendition of the theme song from Sanford and Son. (laughs) bum 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 Tracy's sitting in the... Did you want to be a part of this? I was about to be. I just wasn't sure how, how far you were going. Did it. Tracy's sitting in a box eating popcorn. Now he's in charge. <laughs> You're welcome. So we're back with Hazel. <laughs> Here we go. Hazel, thank you for taking care of everything. Liz gets out of her wheelchair and onto the couch. Can't believe you got my health plan to cover all this. You just need to know what to say to them, like their children's names and what they wore to school today. <laughs> so Liz is opening a bottle of pills um, prescribed by Dr. Spichemin, if you, if you zoom in. Wow, really? No. Maybe. Um, and then Hazel takes a glass of water out of her jacket pocket, very silky, ganache-coated. She just like stays pulling liquids out of her garments. Amazing. Oh, will you send Frank in? I want to see what they wrote to fill the fifth act. Or, since I'm here to help, maybe I could fill the time. I still know my rhythmic gymnastics routine. I was good until I hit puberty and the coaches said I got too pregnant. Are you kidding? I'm not going to put you on the show. (laughs) Uh, Lemon, a word. Hey, guy. You can't just walk in here whenever you want. How could I help you? So, Lemon got an assistant. Excellent. Jack Donaghy. To see Liz Lemon. uh, Mr. Donaghy here for you. Get off this channel. This is a military frequency. Okay, okay, you can go in. So you got your surgery and the world hasn't ended. I think I can do this, Jack. All of it. I mean, right now my feet are kind of like babies. I have to swaddle them and they need ointment like six times a day. Brown stuff comes out of them. You're beautiful babies. Yes, you are. Look, Lemon, I need some advice. Tracy's actually trying to fight back. He ruined a wonderful evening at the Philharmonic, paying them to play the same song over and over and over again for hours. I can't remember. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> but the point is, totally irrational is that man. You know what? Tracy's right. You two are a lot alike. I beg your pardon? 
You're both stubborn. You're rich. You think you're right all the time. You wanted to prove that you're not like Tracy. Let it go. Or crush him. <laughs> Perhaps in his mind vice. And prove you both wrong. Get two burns with one stone. Like when I use Mick Jagger to lure Roger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Roger. <laughs> oh, Roger. <laughs> Mr. Rogers. <laughs> like when I used Mick Jagger to lure Roger McGuinn and David Crosby. Those aren't real people. To my birthday party. <laughs> Listen to yourself. You sound exactly like Tracy. So Jenna's in the mirror, and Kenneth rolls her cart in the dressing room. Just the person I wanted to see. Oh, hi, Kenneth. <laughs> Look, I need to tell you something about Hazel. Oh, no, ma'am. I don't think I should talk to you <laughs> anymore about her. You only have bad things to say. Hazel's my girlfriend. Kenneth, this sounds insane, but I care about you as a friend. I take in 50 calories a day, and I'm using them all up just trying to help you. Then just be happy that I'm happy. Sorry. Then just be happy that I'm happy. <laughs> You're happy because of Hazel? What could she possibly give you that I can't? Well, I'll tell you what she gives me, Miss Maroney. She listens to me. Just tell me what it is. <laughs> I tell her what happened during my day. She actually wants to hear about it. Can you give me that, Miss Maroney? <laughs> <laughs> so Tracy enters Jack's office with two men. They're in chairs. Ah, Tracy, thank you for coming. Please have a seat. Perhaps in one of the chairs. No, thank you. I prefer to lie down. He lounges down on the floor. These are my lawyers. One is German and one is Japanese. And you don't bring these guys to play patty cake. This is war. Bad news, Jack. War is my favorite card game, and I win about half the time. <laughs> Here's the rub, Tracy. Because you are reckless enough to name your business villain Jack Donaghy, I can sue you for libel. I'm going to take every penny you have. Not the ones I've swallowed. <laughs> we'll see about that. Second best line of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's not libel. Everything Jack Donaghy does in the movie, I've seen you do. IRL. Really? When have you seen me do something like this? Your menace on... Sorry. Your menace on... She realized that she made the remote noise. I did. <laughs> She's very <laughs> talented. Your menace on Fatso. But now that I'm on the city council, I'm canceling your urban youth program. Oh, Lord. What? You did cancel a program for urban youth. It was my Saturday morning kids show, Uncle Tracy's Black Teletubbies ripoff. I canceled it because, like you, it was overly sexual and impossible to understand. Grabadula! I see you ate one. Am I? <laughs> Fine, I've technically canceled an urban children's program, but what about this? I'm sorry, it was like this ass. <laughs> What about this assault on my good name? Not so fast, you crone. I bought all the wheelchair ramps in this city, and I'm turning them into more profitable stairs. When have I ever verbally accosted an old woman in a wheelchair? Liz Lemon, 20 minutes ago. Another technicality. But the climax of this monstrosity... That's what she said. ...is when Jack Donaghy shuts down an orphanage. I've never shut down an orphanage. You're right. I put that last part in for a little girl in my movie. I'm Willow Smith and my daughter. Her album drops this week. And then the same girl from Queens of Jordan, who says rude, is like, fucking Christmas, fuck. Well, we don't, it's bleeped. And at the end she says, blanky. <laughs> this is Libel Tracy. I win. Checkmate. Game, set, match. Rumble-de-goo, which is what you say when you win in polo. So we're in uh, Jenna's dressing room. Tell me about your day. I'm listening. Well, Miss Maroney, the more and, and we're just in Jenna's in a monologue. You're doing amazing. I wish you could see how sexy your listening face is. For Halloween, you should go as a slutty ear. What do you want to do now? Sing? 
Yeah, let's. I'll be up here. And I'll be down here. <laughs> Jenna's blonde as the sunrise. Hot as the sun. Bright as the shining sun. God, you guys are talented. <laughs> but with that being said, how do you know when you both feel the same way? I mean, sometimes I think... Jenna is listening, listening like the sun in the sky. Liz is talking to her feet. Oh, somebody needs to be changed. <laughs> Need anything else? Boss man? I guess just to bring in the wheelchair so you can roll me down to the floor for the show. What? No, Liz. You had surgery this morning. Sure, but I have to be there. I'd slap you if... (laughs) (laughs) I think I've said this exact line before. (laughs) I would slap you if I didn't think it would lead to a kiss. (laughs) This is about priorities. What if those feet were real babies? Would you walk in them to work? What kind of mother are you? You beautiful bobster. Hazel, I've missed one show in seven years, and it did not go well. So they flashback, Tracy's trapped under a piece of scenery, and Josh runs by on fire. Oh, Josh, help me! <laughs> oh, Josh. I don't think it was really Josh. I think they just set some other Correct. white guy on fire. Yes. Hate crime. You're not going to miss the show. You're going to watch it on the feed, baby girl. Idiot. I'll be next to Pete the whole time, and if there's an emergency, your wheelchair's right outside. Well, I guess... That could work. Let me be your eyes on set, although I can never match that amazing color. Chris calls it old-timey football. <laughs> she walks out and destroys the wheelchair. Five minutes to air. Five minutes to air. So Liz is watching the show, and she's like, wow, this is really working. But then on the video, she sees herself. Hey, is that me? Okay. No, that can't be. Oh, brother, that is me. It's an old show. We're on set. Son of a... Well, this email is from Liz. Duh. Now, for my act, I'm going to need a large tarp because the first three rows will get wet. <laughs> so Liz is army crawling to Swan Lake music? Really? Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Is that like a Black Ballad Swan? Of the Swan. Well, Black Swan, the movie was out at that time, but that's very famous. So cultured. (laughs) I figured it's just because they talked about bunions so much in that fucking movie. It's true. All it was. Yes, we both read IMDb, but the song is (laughs) from Swan Lake, which I already knew because I worked for the ballet for eleven years. Um, Why are my arms so weak? It's like I did that push-up bless you for nothing. Does that not make you think of you and your one wall squat? (laughs) Two minutes there. Two minutes. Lunch. Well, lunch. (laughs) So Liz is. About to get up. I'm sorry, babies. Just a slow motion run through the hallway. She goes through two people but doesn't run into them, but they spiral off like she did. And then she does run into somebody who throws boxes up mm-hmm. in the air. Very dramatic. Ah! Oh! <laughs> Excellent. So Hazel is getting ready to perform. What's her name? Huh? Oh, oh, where am I? Oh, Pete. He roofied me. Seriously, Hornberger? You were going to put her on the air? You told me to. I have your email. P-Dog, let's use <laughs> Hazel in the cold open. Don't call me about this. Catch you on the flippity floppy. That's you. <laughs> you people killed my foot babies. My foot babies died because of the show. You're fired. You can't fire me. You don't even know my real name. Get out now. <laughs> so Hazel's using her ribbon stick. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just fire my girlfriend? She's crazy, Kenneth. No, she's not. Miss Maroney knows the real Hazel. Tell them what I told you. Oh, God. What do I do? Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me, me. (laughs) Oh, God. What do I do? Help me, me. 
This one's on you, bitch. <laughs> Were you not listening? I think a song right now would. That's it. From now on, my relationship with all of you is strictly professional. We are no longer friends. I am just a coworker who would do anything for any of you at any time. Nothing more. We're live in three, two. Curtain opens. Farm stage. No people on it. Oh, yeah, they didn't write anything. <laughs> ah. Tracy, this is a surprise. I thought you'd be at home licking your wounds. No, that's why they put that cone on me. <laughs> I just wanted to give you this. You are cordially invited to the premiere of Tracy Jordan's Aunt Fatso's Jack Donaghy's We Added Again. A percentage of the film's profits will go to support the Knuckle Beach Orphanage? I don't understand. Without that money, the orphanage is going to close. So if I shut down the movie, I actually will close down the orphanage, which means the movie isn't libelous, which means I can't shut down the movie. That's genius. <laughs> you win. Tracy, you bested Jack Donity. Now you finally respect me, and that's all I ever wanted. <laughs> I really can't <laughs> stop you from portraying me as a villain in your films. What? Come on. Did you not watch the whole movie, Jackie D? Well, it's 47 minutes long. In the end, Jack Donaghy is not the villain. You win, Aunt Fatso. You bested Jack Donaghy. Now you finally respect me, and that's all I ever wanted. Except maybe that hot little body of yours. <laughs> Great Caesar's ghost. Oh, baby. She just shoves his head into her <laughs> ample bosoms. Huh. Our thing is playing out just like the movie. <laughs> bum chicken, bum Brown chicken, brown cow. Liz walks in. Oh, oh look, it's, it's Liz. Liz. Good, Good old Liz. Liz. <laughs> nah, we lost it. I didn't lose anything. I've always had it. <laughs> well, my feet are ruined. The show is an embarrassment, but I learned something super fun. I will never be able to have a family and work at TGS. It's just not possible. So what do I do? Don't ask me. Tracy's the genius here. Oh, Trey, I'm scared. Do I give up on my dream? Something I worked on my whole life to build? Or do I give up on my dream of having a family? Well, as a wise woman once told me, Respect these boobies. Uh -huh. <laughs> Seriously, though, what am I going to do? Did you ever see Sanford and Son? Um, no, I was more child of the 90s than 70s. <laughs> There's this thing called YouTube that you watch all the time that has like magic clips from the past. Again, child of the 90s. I don't do the 2000s. YouTube came out in the 2000s. You're a YouTube Reels person <laughs> or YouTube Shorts. Put some respect on that name, exactly. Shorts. Well, how would you know that, child of the 20s? I'm a child. I'm just a little child. <laughs> yes, that is obvious. Amazing. What do you think? Hmm. Um, of my I, renditions. I thought my performance was amazing. <laughs> you did do great. You did as well. It's a really good Jenna <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. It's it's a fun episode. It's the least I hate Jenna. I like her. The lines are still super dense, very quippy, a lot to laugh at. Yeah, for season seven and with a Hazel episode. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I they know, packed I mean, it in there. I'm probably not going to watch it a hundred more times, but I get it up there like 88 gemstones. Uh -huh. The past couple, we didn't even have 10 top lines to create a top <laughs> 10 list. And there are plenty in here to make a top 10 list. I'll speak at both your funerals. <laughs> and what's the one you like from Tracy? Not the ones I swallowed. <laughs> <laughs> that is what could <laughs> And then he comes back with, we'll see about that. <laughs> Hilarity. 88 gemstones for me. What about from you two? Say 87, yeah. Sure, I'm right in there. No, she's at 82. That's her 82 face. <laughs> That's true. 
You know what? Just, I would probably say 80 or 87, but it's already been set. So I'm right in there. 87.5. <laughs> so next week, Mazel Tov, dummies. Liz and Chris agree to get married. Ah, it's your episode! Because he's going to go wash in the sink <laughs> like a baby. But Liz refuses to have a conventional wedding. Meanwhile, Tracy comes to terms with the fact that he will grow old, and Jenna discovers her true cash value as a human being. I'm pretty excited. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. In my memory, that's the last episode. But there are like five or six more after that. Yeah, it's like, what, a 12, 13 episode season? <sighs> that's Nick's job to remember. <laughs> it's 13. I have no idea. So next week, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Oh, yes. Then we have to go to Florida because we have to meet the woman. Her lesbian partner. Never seen it. Oh, spoilers! Don't tell her. I won't tell you anything. Oh, sit back, <laughs> sit back, and let me make you oh a hot pot, a hot uh, thing of Gatorade. I know blue Gatorade, right? <laughs> no, that's Ellie Kemper and her no. the office. Oh, I guess you wouldn't know that. No, I wouldn't. Okay, so I guess it is Gatorade. <laughs> well, that's exciting. <laughs> you haven't seen that episode? You're gonna die. Yeah. That episode is hilarious. Wait, who do you think is a lesbian based on this information? It's someone from the cast. Yes. <laughs> it's a character from the show. That's his, that has appeared on the program. <laughs> that is a lesbian. Yeah. Surprisingly. Is it Sue? No. no. Oh, that'd be fun. I mean, she's dabbled, I'm sure. I feel like a lot of them have. Jenna's probably dabbled. Absolutely. Jenna's high. <laughs> but mostly Jenna if they look like her. <laughs> yeah. No, it's that's good. You haven't seen that. You've seen the one where Chris and mm-hmm. Liz get married. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I remember the very ending, which I also won't spoil, but. Just well, jacking it on the boat. I don't know what magic Emma's going to pull in the editing room, but if you're still listening, it was a good one. (laughs) I know that like self-deprecating is your thing, but you don't have to take me with you. (laughs) I'm very (laughs) (laughs) self-uplifting. Well, if you'd like to hear more more of Nick's amazing musings, please listen to our other podcast called Takes All Over the Place and sometimes just Nick's All Over the Place. It's just like, because when you put yourself down, when you're better than me in most regards, it's like, what does that make me? Because I think very highly of myself, and this makes me question that. No one's talking to you right now. I'm um, talking to myself. <laughs> I wasn't saying Dear diary. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Nick. It's me, Margaret. I have a little voice recorder. I just send it to my therapist. She sends back a prescription. <laughs> so there's this other podcast. I'll take all over the place where we talked about Silo and Survivor and RuPaul's Drag Race. But really, we do, if you like funny, the funniest tweets of the week. There's usually between two and a hundred, <laughs> somewhere in the middle. And then we played a new game from the 70s. So check that out. <laughs> if you'd like to become a Patreon, you can join jibjab, flip blob, dibdab, nub nub nub, boop, 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 uh-huh. Or patreon.com slash takespot. And if you become taken with us or become an accountability buddy, Nick will read your name out if you can find his piece of paper. It's right here in my heart. <laughs> Thank you so much to Dearest James, Inspiring Audrey, Peerless Pam. Pam! We're going to do this whole thing as Jenna. Beneficent Bernie, Awesome Abigail, Astonishing Alicia, Lovely Lars, Amazing Anne, Jocular Joel, Astounding Alina. Oh my God, we touch feet. Because you're on my side. <laughs> <laughs> Electric Elise, Luminous Lisa, Marvelous Mareka, Jovial Jenny, Jubilant Jenna. Magical Mandana, Sumptuous 76 Trombones, Magnificent Meredith, and Crazy Cool Cassandra. Make way for Foot Cycle! Hey! <laughs> That's what it sounded like. That is similarly sultry. 
Thank you so much. Have a great week. Auf Wiedersehen. Goodbye. I will speak at all your... That's what she said. <laughs> Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank. <laughs>